On the final episode of season one of The Book Drop, we talk about winter reading aesthetics, share our plans for next season, and talk about our favorite season one episodes for Query of the Week. This is The Book Drop. Hello and welcome to The Book Drop, Omaha Public Library's weekly podcast about books, our community, and the joy of reading. I'm Erin Dewar. I'm the Readers and Writers Librarian for OPL. You can find me at the main library downtown. I'm Ellie Roberts. I'm one of our youth services specialists working out of the Milton R. Abrahams branch. I'm Michelle Carlson, the book club librarian found at Willa Cather branch. Hello, my name is David Dick. I am one of the adult services specialists, um, mainly at Abrahams, occasionally at Benson. Hey, this is Anna Wilcoxon. I am at the South Omaha Library, and I am the diversity, diversity and inclusion librarian for the system. Um, so thank you all for gathering here today. I have some very serious business to talk to you about. Um, I trust that you've all done your homework. This week, uh, I asked my podcast host friends to kick us off by reporting back their results from a bookriot.com quiz. And it is titled, Decide Your Winter Aesthetic and Get Your Next Wintry Read. I think these quizzes are super fun, but I think that they are also proof that uh, librarians exist for a reason. So <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see how the computer did for us. Uh, let's see. David, what did you get? I got a book call that I hadn't heard of, actually, uh, called White Darkness by David Gran. It's about a former military uh, guy who ends up becoming an Antarctic explorer. So it's uh, full of descriptions of desolate wastelands, from what I can tell. I actually thought this was very fitting for David. Not that, yeah. not that you're the guy in that book, because I have read it, but like the existential dread and like isolation and soul searching that is in that book. I was like, oh, that fits. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it made sense once I uh, read the description. So yeah. yeah. Is David Grand that like explorer guy that you love to read, Aaron? Well, he, he's a writer who'd like, well, then he like went into the Amazon to do The Lost City of Z. And uh, this was just like a long piece he wrote for like a magazine and they turned it into a little book. And it, I think I talked about this at one point, like I wanted to throw it against the wall because of stuff that happens. And it's a true story and it is sad. <laughs> Um, Erin, what did your result come up with? I got To the Bright Edge of the World by Eowyn Ivy, which I don't know if I knew this book specifically, but Cassandra Montag talked about this author when she was on the podcast a while back. Ooh. So it's set in like 1885. It's like historical nature in Alaska. I think there's like a single pregnant woman. I don't know. I was like, once I, at first glance, I was like, meh. And then I was like, oh, actually, this does sound really good. I'd be into it. And I'm into the vibe of... Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I think it. All, all of our results were like, you know, nature is involved. Mm -hmm. um, and now we have a triplet. <laughs> uh, Michelle and Anna, do you want to try to say the title at the exact same time? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I don't know what just happened, but we only got no... Like, you guys were both saying no to me. <laughs> Not quite at the same time. Oh, man. I was, like, washing your fingers, and that was the classic, like, do you say on three, or do you yes. go three and then after? <laughs> that was 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that until the third finger was going up and I was like, wait, is it now? <laughs> well, maybe you'll have to rock, paper, scissors yeah. to tell us. Yeah. So, snow. <laughs> I'll let oh, Anna take a stab at the last name, unless Ellie, you know it. Nope, sure don't. Um, I don't, but let's see. Um, Orhan Pamuk? Pamuk? That's my guess. That yeah. feels good. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I apologize if that's wrong, um, dear author. But yeah, that's those are my steps. Yeah. He's a Turkish writer, mm. so yeah. Not quite sure exactly what the pronunciation in Turkish is like, but I was pretty tempted by this one. It's a higher page count than Mm -hmm. I'm going for these days. It's like 450, I think. Mm -hmm. And I want to be doing like 300 or less. But the description that came up for it was a slow, contemplative work of fiction about the search for belonging to one place and the power of art in helping you get there. It's a book in translation. So obviously I was like, yes, I do want to read this. And I looked up a Guardian review and it said, in this novel, the city is cut off from the world and also to an extent from normal literary reality by three days of unremitting snow. So it's got that Mm. like trapped in the wildernessy kind of thing that Anna has been reading a little bit this year. Did you two look up the description for it? I'm looking at it now, and one of the things in our catalog summary says, blending profound sympathy and mischievous wit. And I love that. So, Yeah, it sounds um, a little sad. It's about Mm -hmm. some suicides, right, of some women. Deep look into yourself, maybe, like a good, yeah, like hibernating kind of activity if you're, like, mentally equipped to think about those kinds of things, for sure. Yeah, like a hunker down kind of book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about some of the questions that we answered to get these results. So the first one I felt like was pretty, pretty germane uh, that I wanted to mention to you guys was what's your ambiance of choice? So there was reading by the fireplace, reading by the window with snow falling outside, and reading in bed next to my rainforest music. <laughs> what is rainforest music? It's just like... Haven't you heard Jungle, of like, like water sounds yeah. of like water? Like, I mean, that's rainforest like, sounds, right? Oh, Not music. to get like too yeah. deep into it, but it definitely said rainforest music. I it's think like, they mean like sounds, yeah. Or is that yeah? I think is that what we call Enya? I don't know. <laughs> oh, and Enya's too too Celtic. She's Celtic, really. yeah. yeah. That's like how dare you? They're Celtic sounds. <laughs> Okay, should we talk about the podcast now? Yeah, probably. Uh, Okay, so today, this is not going to be a terribly long discussion or episode. This is our last, last, last episode of 2020, of season one. We made it really far. Like, Mm -hmm. this is number 36, 38, if you count the mini episodes, so... Mm -hmm. Good job, you guys. Yeah. Really proud of you. So we're going to give you some previews for things that we're thinking about next year. But we thought we'd talk just a tiny bit about how the podcast came to be, because I don't know if we have given a lot of this. So Ellie asked me, like, when did the idea of a podcast come up? And I went back through Slack and email and found like a timeline. And the very first instance, 
this, this is not this podcast, but when Michelle got into her job that she has now as book club librarian, I don't think she even remembers this, but like I sent her a bunch of book club stuff. And at the very mm-hmm. end, I was like, P.S. Like maybe we should start a podcast. <laughs> that was like a year or so ago. It was a while ago when you got hired. But for this podcast, so listen to this crazy timeline, you guys. The library shut on March 15th. We started telecommuting the following week, like on a Monday, like three days after we started telecommuting, we had been, everybody had been tasked, like, what can you do for patrons now that the libraries are closed? What can we do digitally? What are we doing? I put a, there's an email out to like a bunch of our coworkers who are part of another team that we all work on called the Well-Read Collective. And a bunch of ideas came back. And I think a couple people said something along the lines of a podcast. And like a week after we were like tasked with finding things to do, I'm pretty sure the podcast was greenlit. Never in my life at the library has anything happened Mm -hmm. so fast. And (laughs) I don't remember it being that fast, but it was very fast. Podcast is greenlit on the 30th. The next day, Ellie's like, I feel like I've been preparing my whole life to discuss these questions about podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On April 1st, we had a brainstorm meeting on the same day we started voting on a name. And then on April 9th, we recorded our first episode. Wow. And then, and we held on to a couple of the first episodes and then we started posting those on, we officially launched on April 25th. I mean, like for our patrons, so this is kind of like what we would consider a program at the library. And even just like having like the program approved, you usually do that three months, Mm -hmm. two or three months before the program takes place. So like you do all your planning like five months out, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. The fact that we started posting it within a month and a half. Is that right? Uh, Yes. I mean, in five weeks, let's say from the day that we actually all started working again after the library closed, it was almost exactly a month. Wow. Till we launched the podcast, not till we started creating it or making it till we launched it officially, which means we had about three episodes under yeah. our belts at that point that we'd already recorded. So that might not oh, sound insane to people, but if you work at yeah. our library, that's <laughs> insane. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. We also wanted to just share some of the other name mm-hmm. options that we came up with. <laughs> there was like a minute where it was like a struggle. I put out a little survey and I was like, okay, here are some just weird ideas that included. Let's see. Bookbound. The book drop was in there, but it like kind of was buried. And then end pages, Friday reads, lit party, which I'm like, what kind of podcast is lit party? That was my <laughs> suggestion. And let me tell you, no, I have no idea. Totally different show. <laughs> but it's like talking about maybe it's like talking more about literature. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's like our erotica podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, <laughs> Omaha book. I was trying to figure out like, do we need to be like have a local name? So it was like Omaha Bookcast, which I hate it now. I hate it. So, right, yeah. uh, <laughs> Omaha Library Pod. I don't like that one either. Mm-hmm. And then Ellie went. There's this 40 response Slack thread that we have of Ellie's like, I've been just reading a lot of book quotes. Here's here's some random like thing. So you were like pulling thing from quote, and then eventually I think you said book drop again, and then it clicked, and I was like oh, it's the book drop. I'm pretty sure it's the book drop. And I think then we were all like, oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did really yeah. like some of those quotes. They just didn't like tool into like a usable name. Like 
the world was hers for the reading from a tree grows in Brooklyn. That's just like a beautiful sentence. And then let's see, Alan Bennett uh, in The Uncommon Reader wrote, what she was finding also was how one book led to another. Doors kept opening wherever she turned and the days weren't long enough for the reading she wanted to do. I mean, duh. (laughs) And I really liked uh, from... Hilary Mantel, uh, I think her book, Wolf Hall, mm-hmm. um, the quote that I loved from her was, some of these things are true and some of them are lies, but they are all good stories. That's nice. what I like about fiction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then we became the book trap. <laughs> the end. That's our story. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> the end of the first season. So we wanted to tell you stuff that's maybe going to happen next year. Michelle, what are we doing next year? Yeah, so I'm super excited, not only because of my position as our book club librarian, where I'm focusing on our book club services and programming. So we're going to start our own little book club with the Book Drop podcast and with all of our listeners out there. So we're hoping to do this on a quarterly basis. So our first episode will be out in March. So if you would like to read the book with us and then join us in that discussion, we are going to be reading Leave the World Behind by Ruman Alam. If you remember, we talked about this in one episode just briefly, but it's one of the ones that the book rights were bought for a movie adaptation or some adaptation. So if you guys are also fans of reading things before they become really, really big, even though this book is already pretty big in some ways. Um, Get yourself a copy and join us for that discussion. Ellie, did you already listen to this book? So I listened to not the whole thing yet. Um, Okay. I got a digital um, advanced reader copy and I thought it was really interesting. I just, you know, had a billion other things to read. Mm -hmm. So it's about um, essentially two families. One is kind of is like renting the vacation home from another one and the owners of the house show up and are like there was some sort of like catastrophe in town and we needed to get away so we came here but they're not even really sure what happened like phones stopped working and they were just like we got to get out of the city so it's these entire strangers you know thrown into this very stressful moment of unsurety um, and just kind of how that all plays out over the course of like a couple days. It's a pretty quick book so it's got like kind of almost like a thriller sensibility to it but I don't know that you ever get like you know the resolution of a thriller Um, but it's a pretty accessible one. It's not anything like overly literary or anything. Yeah I think it's gonna be a book that will generate some exciting discussion. Yeah, I, I started it and I'm not very far quite yet because I just started it, but I'm getting some, I'm getting like, I'm getting the same kind of anxious feeling like that the first third mm-hmm. or so of the movie Us gave me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's similar yeah. feeling so far. So cool. Okay. You won't hear from us until January 15th, Friday, January 15th is the next time we will drop an episode. We are working on planning our second season. And as we're doing that, we would really love your feedback. You can email us at thebookdrop at omahalibrary.org. You can click on this little link that's going to be in this episode description on whatever app you're listening on and fill it out there. Uh, we're going to post it on our social media channels. And you, if you just have some like free form of feedback that you want to give us, good or bad, I mean, please be nice, but like you can just drop us an email. And we probably have some 
more things or some changes we're making when the podcast starts up in January, but we will share those with you during that first episode. So big things you need to know is if you want to tell us how we're doing, you can fill out our survey or drop us an email. And if you want to get in our, in our book club, you have like three months to like <laughs> get this book in your hands and read it. And I do know last time I looked, we have some ex- or bestseller express copies at libraries that you can uh, check out and take home right now. So I, th- I think there's one at my library at this very moment that we're speaking. Yeah. There so you go. Come to South. We'd love to see you. Cool. Okay. Any final thoughts on this podcast, this first season? Ellie has a sour face. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess our query is about this podcast. So our last query of the year is, what was your favorite episode of the book drop? Anna, what's yours? So as usual, I can't pick just like one thing ever. Um, So I I liked um, talking about like the idea of like summer reading or what's a beach read episode. That was fun to kind of like delve into like where that all began that was episode nine and then I also really um was proud that we could do the mini episode on racial equality I think that was important in the summer so it's important always obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah just I was just gonna say as um I I wasn't working during that time when you guys made that episode and I just remember listening to it and thinking how lovely it was that it wasn't just also focused on books it was really talking about all the different resources in our community specifically, what people can do to kind of improve um, on the the racial injustices in our world. And it was just like, I don't know, you guys did such a great job with that episode. Yeah, I loved recording that one because, again, it was something that we got to do really responsively and really quickly. And like we were talking about, it's just like not something that we get the opportunity to you know, like, jump on and talk directly to our community and just provide that really immediate support. So that was really special for me, too. David, what's your favorite? Oh, um, part of this is because this, as of uh, recording, this is the last one that I listened to. But <laughs> I really liked our episode on nonfiction graphic novels. I felt like we were working with a specific limitation in that when I normally book talk graphic novels, I like to physically have it with me so I can just point to the art. This is what the art looks like. And so just like working around it in an, um, in an audio format was just really, really cool and fun and to be able to know, okay, I know how to talk about something that is better to show. And I also really like both of our Halloween episodes, both the spooky reads and the everything Halloween, because that's who I am. Yep. Ellie. Okay. So other than the racial equity mini-sode, my favorites were Witches and Sirens and Pufferfish Oh My, where we talked about uh, like fantasy and mythology reads for summer reading, in part because the query of the week for that one was what our daemon was or like our familiar um, and I got to talk about a very silly fish and then nonfiction for everyone. And I picked these two because uh, Witches and Sirens and Pufferfish was one that David got to do during work from home. And it was just like really nice to have David back for a minute. Um, and then nonfiction for everyone was Michelle's podcast for back from maternity leave. And it was just like, I don't know, there was a while that me and Anna and Aaron were kind of you know, paddling this canoe by ourselves. <laughs> um, and it was really nice to to get our get the band back together. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. 
That's so sweet, Allie. <laughs> Very. Michelle, that's so nice. Yeah. What was the What was the episode where you had to the one before you had your baby? Oh my gosh! What which recording? one were we recording? What when? was that one like? Yeah, it was like was that later. Our- I was like, oh, she was in labor during that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, like, she- oh my, God. was that <laughs> our drama this- episode? I, that sounds right. Oh, that's hilarious because that's the one yes. that like I chose, which was not why I chose that one. But that's hilarious <laughs> that the two I chose were my last one before maternity leave and the first one back from it. Um, partly because of the same reason that Ellie said it was just so nice to be back and it was lovely to talk. to to you guys about books again and also I just really love nonfiction, and it was so fun to engage in a conversation about something that people sometimes can dismiss as like an actual reading resource that is not just like academics and textbooks it's like the joy of reading is in nonfiction also and oh the drama was so fun because of being able to kind of like I guess maybe navel gaze into like the literary world and we got to do, I think, our first deep research project on different things. And so I had looked up about the New York Times bestseller list, which was really fun. And then we learned about some other unique characters in the library and literary world. And so um, that was one of the re- reasons why, oh, the drama was so fun for me. Cool. Yeah, obviously hard. And I, so I dipped into a couple episodes this week just to see if I could remind myself. There are like very specific moments there was just stuff that happened with probably each one of you that I was like, well, that's one of my favorite moments. But I, I, I think my favorite episode is the exclusive literary content and the freedom to read because I think there's really good content in there. We're also just like so angry in it and like indignant. And uh, we try to be pretty fair about stuff, but we're not really fair about Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're all fine with that. So I was like, oh, I really I like listening back. I was like, oh, I really like how like honest we're all being about what this actually looks like for people and for patrons and listeners and readers and stuff. So I just was like, oh, we did a really good job on that. One. <laughs> yeah, I, that episode felt really good because it was so candid. I was like, yeah, it just felt cathartic in a way to like let those things out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did ask for some listener responses, but can I tell you guys real quick? I texted my mom because she's a regular listener. And I was like, mom, what's your favorite episode of the book drop? And just like a really good bomb. She's like, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to tell you guys her feedback. She goes, I also love the interaction between each of the librarians. They represent a great mix of style. Everyone deserves a round of applause for the great job they've done this first season. So there's some love for you all that's so sweet that's adorable like the verbal equivalent of your mom just like baking us all a beautiful tray of holiday cookies (laughs) (laughs) okay listener responses uh shelby who's a regular listener of ours said i always just love when you discuss what you'll you've all read recently so that was really nice um rachel says that my favorite favorite would probably be the food episode i really like having a podcast that tells me about such local things that one was really fun to do too that was one of my other contenders for top uh billy said that uh, his favorite was number 24 the exclusive literary content and freedom to read and colby says the mini episode on racial equity yeah which is definitely a favorite all around well don't watch out for (laughs) 
the next query. <laughs> query next week. That when we post this episode, you will get that link to that survey if you want to give us some feedback. And good job, you guys. I'm really proud of you. This has been a good year. This is a good thing about a bad year. So that's really nice. And thanks to everybody for listening. And we will talk to you in January 2021 Woo! on the book drop. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The Book Drop is produced by Omaha Public Library. Our theme music is Trapped in Amber, courtesy of the band Lucid Fugue. Don't forget to subscribe to The Book Drop on your favorite podcast app and like and follow Omaha Public Library on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll talk to you next time on The Book Drop.